Welcome to Gov Innovator. I'm Andy Feldman. The topic today is a low-cost intervention to improve student outcomes by providing parents with additional information about their children's performance in school. Our guest is Peter Bergman from the Teachers College at Columbia University. Here's a clip. A couple of key lessons are don't allow parent engagement to be focused on bringing parents to the schools. You really want to meet parents where they are, push information to them. Second, you want that information to be detailed and actionable. Missed assignments are, are great for that because parents understand what they are and they know what to do following that. Can regular, detailed information sent to parents about their students' progress lead to improved student achievement? That question was put to the test in a field experiment in the Los Angeles school system in which parents were given information by text, phone, or email about their children's missing assignments. The results for high school students show surprisingly large effects and suggest that this type of relatively low-cost intervention may have effects on student achievement that are similar to much more costly and intensive interventions. To learn more, we're joined by the study's author, Peter Bergman. He's a professor of economics and education at Columbia University's Teachers College. His research uses randomized control trials to find low-cost, scalable interventions that improve education outcomes. Peter, welcome. Thanks for having me. So tell us in more detail what the intervention was. Sure. So this was an intervention uh, designed to provide frequent, actionable information to parents about their child's academic progress. As you mentioned, we, we mostly sent text messages to families about all their kids' missed assignments, grades, uh, even upcoming final exams. And this was roughly twice a month for a period of six months. And it's really important that the information was detailed. So we told parents the class, the title of an assignment, the problems for each assignment whenever uh, it was possible. We also translated those messages into Spanish when necessary, too. And can I ask, Peter, this is not like if a student misses an assignment, it automatically generates an email to the parents. This is about a twice-a-month message to the parents about any assignments that were missed. Yeah, that's a great question, so, which comes down to the aspects of implementing this. So what I would do is I'd go to the school um, about once a week. I'd gather missed assignment information straight from teacher grade books, and I'd write down every missed assignment uh, for those in the study. And if they had even one missing assignment, I would send out a, an alert to the parent at a roughly a two-week interval, which would show all the um, assignments they had missed. In a nutshell, Peter, am I right that it's in a way a warning system to parents about missed assignments? It was a warning system, but it also told parents how they could help their children. And that's really key. So not only are we saying maybe your child isn't doing everything you thought they were, they're missing an assignment, but we're saying what is that assignment? What class is it for? So that parents can say, especially if it's a text message on their phone, oh, my child's missing X, Y, and Z. They can show it to their child. And if they don't turn it in within a couple of weeks, they're going to get that same message again. If the student doesn't complete the assignment, the text message to the parents gets longer over time, I guess, with more missed assignments. Exactly. And you have a running record on your phone. Got it. The study was done as a field experiment, meaning that it used a randomized control trial, or actually two different randomized control trials, one for high school students and the other for middle schoolers. Tell us more about the design and how the experiments played out. Sure. So there's, there's the design and then there's what actually happened, which are obviously don't always meet. So we want to understand, does this thing work? So we did implement it as a randomized trial, which is a key part of that. 
And randomizing means, of course, that the treatment group, the control group, those will be similar at the start of the school year on average. And any differences we see in student grades or behaviors at the end of the year, we can more likely attribute that to the intervention itself. Now, in practice, implementing a study like this can be pretty tricky. I'll just give you a couple examples. Uh, in the middle school and high school, this is where we ran this. Uh, several teachers pretty quickly noticed that extra communication was, was working uh, quite well. A couple of middle school teachers said, this, this program's great, it's working well, let's have a staff member make phone calls home to everybody, treatment and control, about their child's missed assignments. And that was about four weeks into the experiment or so. And it more or less just it contaminated the study in the middle school. So the upshot is we've got no reliable estimates for the middle school. It's a remarkable story, Peter. Uh, but the good news is that the high school students' control group didn't become contaminated, so we can get an accurate estimate of the effect for them. That's right. That's right. So it did remain clean for the high school students. And before we get to the results, tell us a bit about the theory involved. The idea, am I right, is that more information about kids' progress in school can help parents support or coax their kids to stay on track? Yeah, I'd say there's two aspects. Um, first, you know, it's not easy for parents to monitor their kids. Your, your child might come home, you ask if they have any homework. Of course, they say they've done it or everything's fine. At least certainly I did that. Uh, but parents face a lot of difficulty to, to really figure out you know, how's my child doing? It's it's hard to visit the school, to go to teacher conferences, work schedules change, they face language barriers, they can't always access the internet. So that sort of monitoring in itself is just tough. And then what do the schools do to keep parents informed? They usually send out report cards every six to eight weeks, and those just aren't very actionable. They don't tell you uh, how to help your child or specifically what are they missing or deficient in. And by the time the first report card comes around, your child might already be missing dozens of assignments. The, in our study, kids were missing 20% of all of their work. That's including classwork. And I'd say the second component is that parents also tend to overstate how well their kids are doing in school. They might think that their child is attending class more often than they actually are. They tend to believe that they're missing fewer assignments than they actually are. So if you push information to parents, you don't sort of make them come to the school to get it. You might be able to both change their perceptions about how well their kid is doing, but also provide them that actionable information they need uh, to, to more effectively help their child. Okay, so Peter, with all that useful background said, tell us about the results. Sure. So we found assignment completion increased by about 25%. So you know, I mentioned they're missing 20% of all assignments. That improved by uh, five percentage points. We also had in-class behaviors that were drawn from report cards. They'd say oh, how um, uh, your child's productivity, is it satisfactory, unsatisfactory, excellent. We saw 20 to 25% improvements there. And all this translated into higher GPA. Uh, we saw evidence of improved math scores. Nothing um, improved on English scores, which isn't uncommon in education interventions. And these are roughly on the order of magnitude of attending a high quality charter school in terms of the, the GPA effects and at least what we found for, for math effects. I'll just add one, one little bit about uh, what happened on the parent side as well in terms of results. So um, they did start motivating their kids more effectively, just as you uh, hypothesized. They started taking privileges more from their children as they knew, realized they weren't turning in as much work as they thought they were. But they also started to demand actually more information. So they called the school more often. They went to parent-teacher conferences more often, which I should say was already quite a low rate and around the 10 to 15% attendance rate. And we, we think that 
extra demand for information came from changing beliefs about how well their child was doing. So as one example, we asked uh, families, does your child not tell you enough about their schoolwork or grades? Treatment group parents were almost twice as likely to agree to that as the control group parents. Interesting. Parents may have thought no news was good news before, but after the intervention, they had a somewhat different view. Uh, So, Peter, I'm thinking about what it would take to bring this to scale. Um, In your study, researchers took the teacher's logs and sent out the messages. I'm assuming that if this were scaled up, you need to find some way to automate that. Tell us about what adjustments it would take to use this approach in a lot more schools. Great question. So um, I, maybe I should start by adding just a few caveats to my own study. Uh, so first, we, you know, we had contamination in the middle school, so uh, we really can't definitively say uh, how well it would work there. We can at this point just suppose more or less. The other aspect is it was just one middle school and one high school. So that, that means that replication here is, is really important. And we've actually already started doing this. So uh, we've looked at several possible ways to replicate. Um, one is through uh, complete automation. So we've worked with a, a service that can draw uh, missed assignments straight from teacher gradebooks. It can draw student phone numbers from the information system and just automatically churn out text messages to families um, once, twice a week, however frequently that it's being set. And teachers don't really have to do anything other than uh, enter information into the gradebook. We've also tried um, using community-based organizations, nonprofits to uh, text parents, and also adding a, a home visit component as well. And lastly, you know, one sort of more obvious way to do this, which a lot of school districts are already doing, is to just place this sort of information online and maybe use that as a successful way to scale. Uh, in practice, we found that only 24% of parents, have, at least in the, among the data we've looked at, have ever logged on to those systems to view their child's grades. So we don't think allowing them to pull information in that way is, is sufficient, but the pushing information is likely pretty important. You just touched upon some of the lessons learned already. Uh, but final question for you, which is if school leaders want to try this type of intervention, what are a few takeaways that they should keep in mind? Sure. So so just quickly, I'd say a couple of key lessons are don't allow parent engagement to be focused on bringing parents to the schools. You really want to meet parents where they are, push information to them. Second, you want that information to be detailed and actionable. Missed assignments are are great for that because parents understand what they are and they know what to do following that. And the third point is schools shouldn't just focus on the low achievers. Schools that serve a lot of low-income students, those children at the middle of the distribution could still be getting around a 2.0 and they could still significantly benefit from this sort of parent engagement, phone calls, text messages, and that sort of intervention. Well, it is a really interesting and useful study of a low-cost intervention with important effects, and I know a lot of people will be eager to see the replication studies, too. Peter, thanks so much for being with us. I appreciate it, Andy. It was a lot of fun.